I'm Josh Cooperman, and this is Convo by Design with a four-part special from one of my favorite showcase projects, the Pasadena Showcase House for the Arts, presented in a whole new way this year, because that's how we roll in 2020. I have put together a four-part special about the Pasadena Showcase House for the Arts, and this year's presentation is vastly different from what you've become used to, because that is just how everything is this year. Everything's different, and so we have to adapt, right? So this is a combination of live and phone-recorded interviews with the designers from this year's showcase. Live. Yes, I did make the journey out to the house, and while I saw it, I did not see every room, Um, and I'm bummed about that but it wasn't possible. I spent the majority of my time by the pool, which sounds great. Sadly, I was working because like you, I could uh, I could really use a pool day right now. I didn't get to really dig into every room as I usually do, but I did want you to hear from the designers of this year's home, and I'm turning this into four episodes. This is episode two, featuring Christine Jahan, Barbie Palomino, Laura Muller, and Susan Sawasi. Convo by Design is presented by Walker Zenger, a forward acting brand that has built on the promise to provide designers and architects with the right materials to do their best work. That promise is fulfilled every day through a commitment to provide the best ceramic, glass, stone, porcelain, and concrete surfaces and finishes. This is a family business with over 65 years of global product discovery, sourcing, and manufacturing the finest products available. Walker Zanger believes strongly in serving the trade with a trade program to make the specifying process simple with the support you need. They also have been staunch supporters of the trade since 1952. Check out their collaborative line with designer Pieta Donovan a collection of cement and ceramic tiles inspired by the patterns and colorways of the 1970s and created with a comfortable modernity. Please also make sure to join us for an interactive video series called The Showroom, where you can find some of the most innovative designers talking about their creations. This is just another example of how Walker Zanger is on the cutting edge of design, featuring products for every style and architectural feel you can create. Check out any of their showrooms across the country or shop online, walkerzanger.com. I am Christine Jahan of Christine Jahan Designs based in Glendora, California. I designed the entry, foyer, and main staircase area. What's your, what was your favorite part of your space? When I first came into the entry, foyer, and main staircase area, I was really impressed by the architecture that the original architect put into the home. So there was one specific part, though, that really was so unique. It's the outer stringer of the main staircase. It's got undulating curves that go all the way up to where you can see the second floor. And it's, it was just so unique that I used it as inspiration for other parts of the room. What was it like designing a showcase house in an in in an area an an era of COVID? <laughs> COVID totally changed everything for me. 
um, just, you know, aside from the showcase, I'm pregnant. My husband has diabetes type one. So we're both high risk. And that meant I couldn't just go to clients' homes like I normally would have. I couldn't just go to job sites like I normally would have. So my business drastically changed. Thankfully, though, everybody is, has been going through this together. So there's been so much flexibility amongst the industry and so much understanding. And it's been something that has really impressed me and touched me, you know, like my soul <laughs> in a way that I didn't expect. Uh, the showcase even, you know, they've been working their asses off to make this thing a success. And not just that, but individually, they've worked with me to make sure that I am safe being high risk. And they've created a special schedule for me so I can do what I need to do in the space and not have to be unnecessarily exposed to others who are doing work. Um, you know, I think everybody is just, <laughs> everybody's ready for COVID to go away. And unfortunately, there's no deadline we're all looking towards. There, it's so up in the air and it's just, it can be very frustrating for everybody. And I, I feel like people are really adapting very well and they're taking it seriously, but they're also not letting it bring their spirits down. Everybody I see is still smiling behind their masks, <laughs> but I could tell because their eyes are smizing, whatever you want to call it. Um, but you know, it's, everybody's keeping everybody's spirits up and it's so positive. So, you know, in spite of the negativity that comes along with COVID and yes, I've had my breakdowns too. <laughs> um, in the, in the big picture, I think everybody's getting closer, holding each other together and really it's uniting people. I feel because people won't be seeing your space in person. It creates an interesting dynamic where fans of design engage with creators of design. What does your room feel like? What do you want people to feel as they, as they enter the space so that people who may be watching it on a, on a virtual uh, tour can understand sort of what, what your room feels like? Well, not a lot of people know this but not even the showcase. <laughs> but my grandfather actually passed away the week before we submitted designs for the house. And I almost didn't submit designs, but I was encouraged by my husband and my whole intent and goal with the design was to embody love. It was to really pour all of the love that I felt for my grandfather into this one space and for it to show people who I am, but also show them what love feels like in a visual form. What are the finer points in your design that 
might not be experienced in a virtual in a virtual experience oh wow in high-end luxury especially the elements that i'm most attracted to there's a lot of multi-dimensional colors and textures that you cannot fully translate onto camera like for example my wall covering on camera it looks like a warm gray but in person there's multiple colors in the wallpaper there's extremely subtle pinks and oranges and of course the gray color and on top of that it's textured so you get this very subtle feeling that the wallpaper is sort of alive <laughs> and it's gray but it feels so warm <laughs> so um, people are, they comment as soon as they walk in how amazing it is and that's going to be something really hard to capture on camera same with the conrad shades because <laughs> those look sort of tan on camera but when you get up close there's so many different colors including this very beautifully delicate gold shimmer that is just so hard to capture on camera who did who did you use who did you specify what products and services did you use in your space so my biggest thanks go to conrad shades dunn edwards paints and pashkian brothers rugs rb artist Build Lane, who built my custom furniture. R.C. Drapery, who did my custom cons, or sorry, R.C. Drapery, who did my custom valence and curtains. Brightview Painting, who did all of my painting and including some electrical work in the home. G&A Landscaping, who provided the plants for my area. Mikuchi vases who provided the jaw-dropping Murano glass vase in the center of the entryway. Suzanne Hollis, bless them <laughs> for letting me use their art deco French table with the marble top. It really completes the space. I think I said Arte coverings too. <laughs> Thankful to them and the art other artists. Kari Kroll who did a custom four by five painting in my space and Kauru Mansour who provided the sculpture and a few of the other paintings in the space I think I think I covered them all <laughs> that's a lot it's a lot it takes a whole team to make this thing happen you know it's I couldn't have done it without them if I had to make that Conrad shade by myself I wouldn't be part of a showcase for at least 10 years because <laughs> those are, you know, expert, it takes expert hands to make those it, it everything, you know, the technology behind Dunn Edwards paint, they've been pioneers in environmentally friendly paint for decades. I could not do that myself. The expertise of the painter to come. I mean, I've painted my own walls before, but I take forever and I'm not very good at it. And that's why I trust the experts to do it much better than I can. Same, I mean, everything in the space. Total, total teamwork. Where can, uh, where can people find you? You can go to my website at www.christinejahan.com. Or you could find me on Instagram at Christine Jahan. 
What was your grandfather's name? Apollonio Medina. So this was the Apollonio foyer. <laughs> In a way. I would say it's a, a mesh of him and me, for sure. Uh, hi, my name is Barbie Palomino. I'm the founder of Studio Palomino, and we are located in Los Angeles and now the Big Island of Hawaii. That is so great. That is so exciting. <laughs> um, you, and I, I, you and I have not met before. Was this your first year on Showcase? It was. It was my first Showcase ever, actually. <laughs> Interesting. What'd you think? Yeah. I mean, it's not like this, was, this year was any different than any other. Yeah, um, I have nothing to compare it to. So uh, the COVID version um, is the only one I know. <laughs> uh, it was really interesting. It was. It felt like it was meant to happen. I had been actually listening to a bunch of podcasts about running, in, you know, my my business as a business, and one of them had included the showcase uh, testimonials, I guess, from other des designers and. I put that on my in the back of my head of like, oh, hey, maybe this is the right time because it had never lined up with my project schedule before. And then I got the email from Diane within probably 48 hours saying like, hi, would you like to come tour the house? And I was like, okay, that was the universe. It's supposed to happen this year. Uh, so I went for it, but had no idea it would be end up being a virtual showcase and uh, that they've done such a good job. I'm really excited to see the 360 and all the... Um, extra stuff they've done above and beyond. Yeah, no, it's going to be really exciting. So which, which space was yours? I designed the live work loft above the garage. Um, so it was the very aqua toned room. You walked through Janine Gregory's, um, I think it was the young, young adult, young, young boy, teen boys room. I'm not, <laughs> uh, anyway, you walked through her room that was like very uh, dark and moody and sexy. And then my room had the bold ceiling wallpaper and a whole lot of aqua tones. Interesting. So who did you, who did you design this for? Um, I imagined my two and a half year old daughter as a, an 18 year old, pretty much. I was like, what would she want if she was either you know, living at home, which I felt that that was going to start happening again with lots of millennials and the younger generations not being able to afford their own spaces. So it was pretty much envisioning Sloan uh, growing up and wanting her own space where she felt like she was independent. Um, and I wanted it to be really multifunctional so they could sleep and exercise and lounge and study and do all the things that we need to do as humans today um, in this one linear space. Yeah, well, it, listen, it's interesting. And, and one of the things when I, I've been covering design houses for quite a while, and I've been covering showcase for four or five years now. And one of the things that I love about design houses, I, I, I equate design houses to what car shows are for the automobile industry. Absolutely. <laughs> because it gives designers a chance to do things that they might not ordinarily do in a client's house or even their own home. Um, you, get yeah. to take, you get to take chances, you get to take risks. With, you know, the, the risk reward proposition is really interesting because if you do something that's too far astray, you know, you might get some feedback that you don't necessarily want. So exactly. there's a little fear in the back of your mind, right? But at the same time, it allows you as a creative to, to spread your wings a little bit. And I'm curious, how, how do you approach that? How do you feel about that? Is it, is this, was this a, a scary 
exercise for you? It was, it was definitely challenging because I wanted to appeal to a large portion of the population, but also make it memorable, a memorable space that wouldn't just um, look like a, a decorator had come in and fluffed some pillows. So it was really fun to experiment with um, all the different materials and uh, technology and stuff that we brought into the space. Uh, but yeah, it was definitely a, a trade-off of like, well, I love this. It's really crazy and impactful, but is it too much? And um, I think the Pasadena Showcase House too also has um, a, an older uh, bait client base. So it was a struggle for me to not be too too loud or too modern or, you know, too, too much of everything basically um, to make sure that it still vibed with a more conservative audience. Oh, that's interesting. That so it does make sense. So you did keep it in mind as, as you did it. Um, as you look back now, what are some of the choices that, that you really think <clears throat> will, will, will resonate? Uh, I loved working with California closets for the custom Murphy bed with the built-in nightstands. Um, I think that, type of furniture that, like I said, has multiple functions, um, is going to become even more popular in the coming years. So I loved working with Sabina there and she totally understood my vision and how I wanted to keep those light woods and the materials on that and the flooring to be consistent and monochromatic. So um, yeah, I loved how, how functional it is while still being beautiful. So form and function don't always uh, collide. <laughs> and uh, I really right. felt that that anchored the whole space. Was there, was there any part or any element of your design this year that unfortunately you, you planned for people to come in and walk through and see personally, but this year they won't be able to see. So was there anything that was, that was maybe hidden that wouldn't be seen in the, in the, uh, in the virtual presentation? Yes. Um, best of the board, uh, introduced one of uh, this new split flap display system that was inspired by old European train stations. So that had just come out and I'd been working with them. Um, I had a, have a clients who had actually introduced me to Vestaboard. Um, they worked at Google and they were like, this is amazing. We need this in our home office. So they placed an order when it was just a prototype. And um, I worked with Dorian over there and he shipped and installed one of their first models to hit the market at all. Um, so it's really cool. And there's an app and you can constantly message your loved ones and the whole display just does the whole flippity flappity. So wait a minute, uh, back, back, back up a second. Walk me through this. So it looks like it's the size of a TV. It's a black display. It's um, in a space. If I don't know if you have uh, access to the pictures or video, um, it's behind mm -hmm. the wet bar. Mm -hmm. So that has, it's all letters and um, the back sides of it are colored. And then the front is letters or black and you text message the app and it changes the display to be a quote, a message, uh, what, whatever text you want to send. So I thought that was really fun and I love the sound of it, uh, but you don't get that in the 360. <laughs> that is so interesting. What's it called? Vestaboard, V-E-S-T-A-B-O-A-R-D. That is so cool. I'm going to go check that out. That's really, and you know, uh, unfortunately that's one of the things with the design house this year that we're just gonna we're just gonna miss is there there are some things that are hidden in there that you can't see and it's and it's too bad but I I love talking about them because I think it's really cool um, along those yeah. lines 
who are some of the other partners that you worked with that maybe you haven't, you haven't had a chance to mention? Um, Stoneville sponsored the Vitrazo countertops. Um, they're made out of 100% recycled glass and made in the USA. So it's super sustainable. You're lowering your carbon footprint, not you know shipping something from overseas. Um, Stoneville was great. Um, George's Plumbing uh, donated the roll sink and the faucet, which I'm blanking right now, but I think it was cow faucets. Uh, cow faucets are new code for us. Um, and Buster and Punch was very generous and they supplied all the hardware on the closet, on the wet bar, the sconces at the nightstand um, and the table lamp. And uh, Aztec printed the ceiling wallpaper for us. Um, Katie from Welcome to the Bright Side designed the mural on the ceiling. And it was a lot of people collaborating. <laughs> Cow closets I mentioned. And uh, the shade store. The shade store did the drapery and the Roman shades at the other two windows. And ADG Lighting. I can't forget them. ADG Lighting created the custom ceiling fixture for us as well. I love that. That is, and it's so exciting. I can't wait to see this space. It sounds like you, you really took uh, this idea and, and, went, and went far with it. And I'm curious, in retrospect, is there anything that you would have done differently? In retrospect, um, I'm really happy with how it turned out. I think I would have actually muted a little bit of the ceiling wallpaper. Um, it looks stunning in the space, um, but it did photograph very saturated. So I, I think that's the one thing I would have done it a little more subtle demure in its tone, uh, just to keep with the more monochromatic theme that's going from the floor up to the ceiling. <laughs> so that's really interesting to me is not because you think that wh whomever is living in this space, that it would be too saturated for them, but because it's it's become a digital photography based presentation, how mm -hmm. it how it shows in in that format. Barbie, thank you very much for doing this. Best best of luck on um, on on hanging that shingle in Hawaii. That's so great. <laughs> Take care. Thanks, Barbie. You are listening to my coverage from the Pasadena Showcase House for the Arts. Back to that in a minute. But first, knowing that a successful showcase or any design project depends on solid partners. Here is one that you should be aware of, if not already. Top designers know this. If you are going to get to the top of your game and stay there, you need strong partners. You hear me talking about partnerships all the time. I've spoken to enough amazing creatives to know that teamwork and strong partnerships are invaluable. Bassman Blaine is a multifaceted home furnishings company with a passion for helping designers do their best work. They represent some of the finest vendors on the planet, and if you are a design professional in California, Nevada, Arizona, or Hawaii, you need to let them help you find the perfect pieces for your projects. Strong partnerships start with a good conversation, and I want to encourage you to start one now with Darby Cooperman. An absolute pro, if the last name sounds familiar... It's no coincidence, Darby and I have been married for 28 years, so I know her, and I know that she can help you. So email Darby, Darby C, D-A-R-B-Y, the letter C, at BassmanBlaine.com. Let her help you specify products for 
your amazing designs. All right, and tell her I said hi. There you go. Thank you, Bassman Blaine. Thank you, Darby. Check them out. Back to the coverage from the Pasadena Showcase House for the Arts. Hi, I'm Laura Muller, founder and owner and creative director at Four Point Design Build, Inc., a residential and commercial design build firm located in Los Angeles, serving clients nationwide. I designed the kitchen and butler's pantry suite. What was your favorite part of the design? I definitely have a most favorite part of the design, and I think that is the surprise. I believe we approached this space in a way that is um, innovative and um, a little bit of myth busting going on here because we took some of the predictable kitchen and butler's pantry um, elements and we either eliminated them or we reworked them. So whereas upon entering the kitchen it may seem simple, there's a great surprise in that when you start to work in the kitchen or use the kitchen or even just visit and sit in the kitchen, it slowly comes upon you that you don't really need some of those elements to create a home that is cozy and intimate, yet well edited and completely sustainable. Uh, That's, I think, what I'm most excited about is the, the element of surprise in the kitchen and butler's pantry. What was it like designing under these circumstances? Um, Actually, COVID-19 and 2020, although it tried to kick my ass, it did not. Um, In Los Angeles, we were blessed to have um, construction considered an essential business. So for us, we really didn't get a lot of time to, you know, binge Netflix, unfortunately. So for us, it was business as usual with a modified schedule. So whereas we would definitely bang things out quicker, now we had to consider the health and safety of our team, the health and safety of um, the businesses that we work with and some of the way that they are shipping and that kind of slowed things down. So what we had to do was immediately kind of sat down and reworked, okay, how are we going to work within the unexpected and the, the, uh, the lack of predictable information and scheduling? So we had to kind of um, attack it from the angle of, okay, we cannot afford to let this stop our business. We have uh, to turn our hearts towards our community and we had to switch some of the ways we were specifying materials to keep some of our smaller artisan businesses going. And I think it, um, it was thoughtful, but it wasn't paralyzing. What is, what is your space feel like? Mm. It feels moody. It feels new and fresh. It feels clean and open. It feels like um, engaging. Uh, it feels healthy um, and, and, and visibly those things. Not only um, kind of the unseen but the seen part 
of the design is very clean and um, it's still very intimate and cozy, but it's very sleek. It's very simplified, purpose-driven. What are, what are some of the finer points that one might not experience in a virtual walkthrough? Ah, oh, the touch, the feel, the, the way the beautiful custom cabinetry doors open and close, the way we used high-end, beautiful, sustainable materials to line the interiors of our cabinets, to touch the smooth finish, the way those joints go together in the, in the drawers. And it, that's the part that you miss, the smooth, beautiful detailing on the countertops of the island. Um, and actually seeing a space three-dimensionally is completely different. We can try all we, you know, give it all the effort we can, but we're never going to be able to experience a space virtually like we would sitting and having a cup of coffee at around an island. So, but in lieu of that, being able to describe the smooth finishes, the way it's in between a polished and a matte on the countertops. In, and we did a matte oil rubbed walnut so that you really need to touch and feel, you know, to get the full effect. And you don't really understand the value of those myths that we busted until you actually begin to use the kitchen or you're sitting in the kitchen. You go, wow, I really can have this massive conversation. 20, 30 people can fit around here. There's five or six different workstations. I could have a, a foodie party and the kids could be doing their homework. There's lots of little details that perhaps to the naked eye or to in photography you do get a chance to miss but we will do our best for sure to try to help the viewers understand those details because it is very sensual you know the five senses are very engaged the smell of the herbs of the of the fresh herbs we're growing and the way we brought the nature indoors and you need to smell that and you need to feel the cool colors and how they affect your mental health. So all of those things together are, are difficult to translate in a digital world, but we'll do our best. Who did you use products, materials, services? Who helped you with this? Honestly, I feel like the most blessed designer in the entire world. Um, this kitchen came together with so much love. Um, our, our cabinets are uh, recycled materials donated by E.B. Bradley. They were fabricated by Funtime Cabinet Factory, a longtime uh, partner in the kitchens and baths that we design. We have stunning brand new Cambria uh, slabs pretty much everywhere and there isn't a surface that doesn't glisten in these beautiful new slabs. We have, um, we worked with a wonderful company that partnered, helped us partner with Lausanne Flooring in Canada and got us beautiful oil rub natural oak floors that actually clean the air. Um, we process that through a partner of ours in the States here, Revel Woods, who um, is our is our go-to for finding pretty much anything that you can't find anywhere in flooring. Um, we partnered with two massively important um, sponsors. First of all, we've partnered with Ferguson. Ferguson is my longtime go-to family at this point um, uh, 
clearinghouse for all things plumbing, kitchens, and baths. And they were able to partner with Circa Lighting, so we got beautiful light fixtures from Circa. They partnered us with Roll, so you'll see the finest and the finest of faucets and kitchens, stainless, beautiful, um, long-wearing, durable um, plumbing fixtures. We partnered with, they allowed us to and helped us partner with the Urban Cultivator, a beautiful hydroponic. And the, the sponsor of all sponsors, of course, my beloved monogram team, the monogram appliance team um, out of Kentucky. And uh, they've given us and outfitted us with some of the most extraordinary, new, beautiful contemporary uh, appliances so our whole kitchen is outfitted and um, in these wonderful finishes and we've also partnered with our fabricators at Valley Drapery and um, who fabricated all of our beautiful window treatments and you got to give them all a lot of love I could not do what I do for five minutes without my extraordinary team of sponsors and partners I love that where can people find you you can find me on my website at fourpointdesignbuild.com. You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest, and Facebook at four, the number four, PT Design Build across social media. And we'd love to have you follow us. And our blog, The Four Point Report, can also be found at fourpointdesignbuild.com. Beauty. Love it. Thank you. Love you. My name is Susan Sawasi, and I'm actually... Uh, principal of a design company called Kasawasi. However, this project has been done by a group as a team effort with this, with ASID, which is the American Society of Interior Design. The Pasadena chapter? Pasadena chapter, yep. exactly. And so tell me about the space that this consortium worked on. Oh, so we come into a space that had no lighting, no air conditioning, no heat, and it actually had what they called a Santa Barbara barbecue in it. And this is a huge barbecue that was permitted a hundred years ago for interior use. Our goal was to take that out and to put a regular barbecue grill in. And the city actually didn't want to do that, but they, we talked them into it. So we were able to recreate the kitchen. Um, and other than that, the space is very much just a family supportive living space with a kitchenette. And this is really, this is the pool house. This is the pool house. Yeah. We call it the pool house lounge. Fair enough. I get that. Um, what was your favorite part in this design? Working with the other designers uh, as the, basically the lead designer, I had three other designers that had agreed to work with me. And I think just the relationships of getting everybody to work together as a team was my favorite spot. It's interesting too, working as a group, and working under these circumstances. Mm -hmm. Walk me through that. How did it work this year? Well, at first, everybody was very much involved and excited and looking forward to what it brings. You know, we opened this up to our sponsors, Snyder Diamond, all the people that we buy our stone from, everybody that contributed to the space. And it was all about basically getting published and having this end product to use. And then as the pandemic has spread and there's been all of these starts and stops that the showcase people have had to do to comply with law, we've had to pull people away, get back on, pull people away. So besides the that the end goal has been a moving target all along, 
you know, you have people realizing that they're not going to get the exposure out of the room that they thought that they were going to get when they first went in. So there's been some people sort of pulling away, not being as supportive as we'd hoped that they would be. That has really not happened a lot, but it, it, has, it has been present. And I think we've all experienced that. And some of our vendors just really haven't had the chops. And I'm not saying that they've closed, but this is the fat on their bones that they haven't had to go through and complete the process. This really requires a professional commitment. Not just everybody's able to do it. Because you're asking for free product, you're asking for free labor. And uh, so someone has to underwrite that. And that's been a little bit exhausting. Yeah. And, and I'm, I want to back up a second. I want to so walk me through this because like you said you know everyone's looking for there's got to be this quid pro quo right you work on this you work on it for free but at the same time there's an expectation of publicity and Uh getting published and 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 so how do you how do you navigate that and it's interesting you mentioned this too because it's true you'll have people based on what they're getting sort of that will dictate the level of their engagement giving exactly how do you work with how do you work with that especially on a project like this well I think that we made it very clear in the beginning that for those of the vendors and the other designers that wanted to bring their own people through the space obviously that's been curtailed so we've been making a huge effort to make the social media part of this compensate So we had our space professionally shot by another photographer besides Peter, who's going to be also shooting the space. And we did a ton of product shooting, which we normally wouldn't do, uh, just so that we have this to hand off. So we've been creating packages of video and other social media packages saying, you know, you're going to be with us with ASID. We're going to be shoulder to shoulder with you for the next six months. We're going to deliver. We're going to get your name out there. It's not going to look like the showcase that everyone's used to doing. But in the end, the trade-off might be that we actually reach more people than we thought we were going to reach with the more traditional showcase. It's just not as fun with no market, no food, no bar to go to at the middle of the day. Like right now, for instance, wouldn't a scotch and soda just hit the mark? Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> come Sorry. To th- come to think of it, it yeah, would. It really would. <laughs> it, it, the finer points in the design, because people aren't going to be walking through this personally. Mm-hmm. They're gonna they're gonna experience it virtually, which I guess, if you think about it, is really no different than to how someone would enjoy a design in a magazine. Right. But normally people are used to coming through this in person. So I'm curious, what is, what does the space feel like? Well, our space doesn't have a lot of color in it. The uh, theme behind our room is a family well-traveled. So when you go in, there's an ethnicity that you're going to see that uh, I think we managed to capture in the photographs also. So there's photographs of families traveling together. There's games for kids. Um, you know, there's a bar, there's a big TV that was supposed to be a lot bigger. Um, revisit me back again about what the question was. I'm sorry. What does it feel like? It feels like a very comfortable, quietly elegant, monochromatic, ethnic place to relax. The whole goal was a place to sit down and eat, another place to sit down and play games. So it feels like a space that supports what a family loves to do when it's when it's having fun. 
What are some of the finer points that, that someone who's now experiencing this in a, in a different environment might not experience? I think you miss the texture, which is a really big part of our room. And I think you miss the opportunity to pause on what interests you. So, you know, people come through the show house for so many different reasons. Some people just love, they're just sort of showcase hags. You know, they just love going to showcases. Others come because they're getting ready to do their own project and they really want to focus in and make some decisions that they need to get made. Others, it's a social thing. You know, they come through with girlfriends and they don't even see the house. They just have a great time. But I think for me, going into a showcase, I am attracted to what I'm attracted to and that's what I spend my time on. And I'm always really interested when I go through with friends or coworkers, what they find interesting and what rocks for them at the end of the show. And to me, the texture, um, is going to be something that's going to be hard to pick up in a magazine. But because we have a lot of high contrast going on in there, I think it's going to read pretty well. Take me through the space from the partner perspective. Who did you specify? Who did you use? Who were your partners on this? Everyone you worked with. Okay, so I just want to say to anybody that's watching this, we worked with Monarch Carpet and we put in an indoor-outdoor carpet that you could pretty much die on and clean up the next day. It's got the little bit of a contemporary stripe. We worked with Snyder Diamond on getting some of the state-of-the-art wine chilling in there that goes right into the counter. We worked with Stoneville USA and got a fabulous new product that we could have kept the original barbecue. It can stand such heat and it's the sexiest material you've ever seen. Don Boline with Concept Builders was our general contractor who got us through the permitting process and acted as the team player that came back time and time again to put a light in, to do whatever needed to get done. The faux finishing we have in the space, we had uh, one faux finisher came in to get rid of all the doors and she painted them out to look like the rocks in the barbecue. And another just took a beautiful gold pattern and painted it on some older doors to bring them up and make them look a little bit more present. Um, Mozzie with Quick Movers is our moving guy who just gave me three guys to work for a full day. She's gonna do that twice because he's gotta pick it up and re-deliver. He's an amazing guy to work with. So, you know, we have Greg with Haptor Barrett for furniture. Suzanne Hollis, Mick Hollis, gave us some gorgeous uh, Chinese antiques to use in there. Um, and then we have a statue in there from Source Art that is just an amazing, an amazing ceramic, which is a little bit of a signature that I have in Showcase, wanting to have real art in the space. That's a lot of partners. And that's what I'm, I'm forgetting half of them. We had, about, we had about 26 vendors working with us on the space. To pull it off so that's a lot of co-working together it is and it's a lot considering it's it's what a 30 by 20 30 i think it's 36 by 24. okay fairly close a big enough. garage yeah yeah that's it's a, a lot, lot of square footage to fill up and all the designers who worked on this the designers that worked on it other asid designers with me linnell bryant with mass build goli karimi you know, Goli, she's, she stuck with me like glue. She was phenomenal. Those are her barbecue um, utensils in there that we got to use. And our student representative from the board, Mary, um, she was with us. And then a girl that works for me did all of the drafting. Um, her name is Nora. And so between the four of us, we just sort of kept trading off. At the end of the day, though, um, it definitely has boiled down to I've been the ringleader, but everybody else has been incredibly supportive. I love it. That's awesome. And um, 
website. So website for ASID Pasadena. At PasadenaASID.com. Dot com or dot well, org? No, I'm sorry, dot org. Can you believe I don't even remember my Kasawasi? You'll be seeing this on my Kasawasi website, which is just kasawasi.com. And then what is the uh, Pasadena SP? I am really sorry. We'll find that. And then find it, please, and, then, and, and then put it on there because Insta- it'll be on there. And then Instagram? And then we have an Instagram also, an Instagram address, which, of course, I don't remember. But we'll send them to... Send them to Christine Jahan, because she's the one that does all of our... And she did the entry here. Yep. And we spoke earlier. She's awesome. Yeah. Perfect. Thank you. Thank you so much. This was so much fun. I love design houses, and I know you do, too. This year, Pasadena Showcase is going virtual. And if you want to see their presentation, please go to PasadenaShowcase.org for virtual tour tickets and information. Thank you, Walker Zanger, for your continued support of the show, and thank you for listening. Were it not for you, there would be no Convo by Design. Please make sure you are subscribed so you don't miss a single episode of the podcast, and you can find Convo by Design everywhere you get your favorite podcasts. You can also ask your smart device to play Convo by Design, and it will. Just say, hey, Siri play Convo by Design, and she will. If you want to continue the conversation, you can find us on Instagram at Convo by Design with an X. Be well, and until next week, keep creating. Mm